bottom of this, you know? Um, well, let's go ahead and just, uh, let's go ahead and just do it then. Um, <laughs> what is it, you ask? Why it's an enemy slime podcast. Uh, happy birthday, America. This is episode number 211, or wait, 212, 212, I knew that. Uh, <laughs> I am joined today by Mr. J. Joseph Jr. Assalamu alaikum. And I have Mr. Lucio Lorenzino. Hey, everybody. And uh, I don't have Mr. Michael Mahoney, but I do have uh, I do have a... What are you talking about? He's right here. Well, right. He's sort of here. He's here via... In spirit and also audio. And he's also here via some audio that he recorded from us from the, I presume, Salt Lake City Airport. Um, I didn't really think about how we were going to do that. Do you guys want me to, like, grab my... That's not me for once. Nope. Oh, wait, that was Lucio? Yeah. Oh, shit. I didn't think that at all. <laughs> um, yeah, God Bless America, uh, the greatest country. By Jimi Hendrix, a song that wasn't played ironically at all at that point. Uh, greatest, <laughs> greatest country in the world. Um Boy, I uh, I confused a lot of people today. Well, I, I won't. It's not podcast material, so we won't we won't worry That's, about it. Oh, well, actually, oh, no. I know. All right, I'll I'll tell you about it. Do you want to hear about this? This is this has nothing to do with games, but it does have to do with America and the pride that we all exhibit. Um, you guys probably don't know this, but <coughs> about thirty miles south of here, there is a, a mythical land called Provo, and uh, as Salt Lake City grows and becomes more and more like a real city. Uh, the Mormons get pushed out and they move down there. And so, like, if you were black or gay, that's where I wouldn't go. Um, but uh, but despite that good advice, uh, some people have found their way down there. And there is a group of uh, people down there that started a thing called Provo Pride. And they asked this year to participate in the uh, Freedom Fest Parade, which is like partially taxpayer funded so they feel like they kind of have an obligation to be allowed in the parade uh and at first the parade Which, said no yeah that well, would be actually correct you guys probably don't know this but if you watch a gay pride parade you'll turn gay um and so there's a lot of people down there that are worried about that kind of stuff considering uh, that i live in miami correct. um i'm still waiting for it to hit there's also a chance that you might have to, like, if you bring your child to the parade and they see the gay people, you might have to, like, tell them what that is and have it. Oh, no. No, a, I get it now. I, I don't want to have a, this. I, I wouldn't want to talk to their shitty children either. Yeah, you don't want to talk to the, you don't want to talk to the kid. Uh, so uh, anyway, they they denied their pass and everyone lost their shit um, because, you know, it, it's it's a yeah. like I said, it's a it's a tax funded uh, festival. And uh, so they eventually caved to public pressure and allowed them in the parade. And then today they revealed that they were only going to allow them uh, to march in the pre-parade, which takes place an hour before the normal parade. Um, so they made up a parade so they could have a parade by not being in the parade. Right. And so I posted a comment where I said, oh, how cool. Gay people get their own separate but equal parade. And... Um, that, oh dear! That joke just sailed right over a bunch of people's heads. Like it's, it's kind of disappointing that a group struggling with civil rights 
has such a weak grasp on American history uh, because they had yeah. no they had no idea what I was talking about. I, I find that to be pretty typical of these people. I'm not shocked at all. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a little disappointing. So. Uh, but I I helped explain it to them, and I told them all about uh, America's sordid history. And now we're back on track. We're on the up and up. And uh, they they guilted the parade people into letting them be in the normal parade. So it all worked out. Well, this reminds me. To, to, today I had to explain to one of the interns that uh, "Fortunate One" isn't a pro army song. <laughs> uh, "Fortunate Son." Yeah, fortunate son, sorry. Yeah, uh, despite its liberal use in American war movies. Um, no. I think uh, everybody just hears the cool like guitar rift and the uh, red, white, and blue part and doesn't hear the rest of the song. Yeah, pretty much. Um, by the way, I was just reading a article, or not an article, a post the other day about uh, what gaming sites have you given up on or stopped uh, reading or watching um was, were we in it uh we were not but one of, the uh, most, one of the most common comments was there were people saying that they were sick and tired of politics leeching into uh their content um so now we're guilty oh, I, of, I thought you just meant like in general no now we're now we're guilty of uh now we're guilty of that too so um i mean i'm just pointing up a fact about a song but okay well yeah that's true um, I mean, and, and and hey, look, no one loves America more than the Enemy Slime Podcast, episode 212. Uh, episode 210, not crazy about America. 212, loves it. Absolutely goes bonkers for it. Uh, and, uh, despite what they say, there wasn't any treason. So in the spirit of the podcast today uh, and, and the, the holiday in which we are facing down... Um, I have suggested this newfangled idea that I have uh, where we are going to uh, come up with and and then announce the Enemy Slime top 10 patriotic games of all time. Now, are there 10 games that are celebrations of America and all it stands for? Probably not. But are there 10, yes. are there 10 games that spiritually represent America? I think yes. And we're gonna nail I'm already that up down. to seven. We're gonna nail that down today. You've got seven. Mm-hmm. Really? All right. Well, I'm, st- I'm still working on it. Uh, so Lucio's already inserted some suggestions in here, uh, and I guess I'll I'll put some of mine in as well. Um, there's there's the obvious go tos. Uh, like there's there's the American military style games, right? Like there's the yeah. um. And I actually, I, I, I think Lucio's number one pick is is pretty great uh, because America's Army. It's about as patriotic as it gets. I, America's Army was funded by the U.S. military. Right. Like it's they funded it, so it's literal like military propaganda. Exactly. You can get more patriotic than that. It doesn't get much more or patriotic America. than that. So like, if Jay wants to fight that one, I'll hear whatever argument he has. But I'm definitely uh, very comfortable giving that to the number one spot. Um, it doesn't get much more American than that. Um, I think uh, you guys are going to think this is silly, but I'm going to throw in a decidedly not American game. Um, and I don't care where it fits on the list, uh, but I think Street Fighter is uh, representative of America in a number of ways. One, all the best fighters are from America. Guile. Ken. That's it. That's all of them. <laughs> uh, 
No, wait. Rufus. I think Barog. Isn't Barog, Barog American? Barog is American, yes. Uh, and, and more importantly, I think that America is the, is the best country where you could have street fights. I feel like you don't go to other countries and have street fights. Um, what about India? Uh, do they fight there? I don't know. They have a guy that spits fire. Oh, yeah, that's I true. feel like you go to Taiwan and have a street fight. I mean, I think uh, you, I feel that you could. Have, well, at least a dictatorship, though. You don't want to have. I think, I think you could. But I, just, I feel like fighting in the streets is like an American pastime. You know what I mean? You know what? Like, you know where I think you could probably have a street fight pretty regularly? Russia. Oh yeah, that's true. That's definitely like true. I see those, those laps are fucking crazy. Uh, I'm also going to nominate uh, Revolution X, which is the uh, Aerosmith, Aerosmith game. game. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, because I can't think of anything more patriotic than, than Aerosmith and no one loves America, uh, like them, but let's, let's actually, I don't do know, it. does that Nugent have a video game? Let's, uh, oh, if he did, I'd put it in there. Um, <laughs> why don't we do it this way? Let's go back to number 10. So number 10, the least patriotic game, but still worthy enough of being on the list. What are our, what nominations do you guys have? What do you suggest mm. for number 10? Cabela's dangerous hunts. Okay, so like a like a or or, or like a bass fishing uh, pro or something along those lines. Oh no, no, no duck dynasty bass. game. So uh, ooh, actually, the duck dynasty game is is pretty. I've played it, so I know. Um, here's the thing about Cabela's dangerous hunts. I feel like a lot of it takes place outside of the U.S. because that's where dangerous hunting. Uh, happens like like big game hunting in the savannah and stuff like that or the serengeti um but i actually think in a way that's more american to go to another country and kill their animals that's true. i mean that's what the first family does so yeah. i'm i'm pretty comfortable putting cabela's dangerous hunts at you know at, what I, I wasn't sold but uh you made a you made a good point cabela's dangerous hunts all right number number 10 cabela's dangerous hunts uh, so number nine, the next uh, next up on our list of patriotic uh, America uh, games. Um, if I could make a tiny suggestion, and I, I I'm even open to changing what game it is, uh, but I think this list would be remiss if it did not feature something with monster trucks. Um, mm. To that end, I would actually suggest a game that I really enjoy, that I think is a good game, uh, and that is Excite Truck for the Wii. Did you guys ever even play that? No, but uh, yes. The only other game, the only other monster truck game that I can think of is um, the the one that the monster truck whatever the one that was really awful. So uh, Monster Truck Destruction. That was the first. Yeah. Uh, that was the first. Uh, press pass game that we ever reviewed on the site and it got a one out of five yep so, so and i remember i don't think metal. that one should be in there twisted metal's a good choice uh and in fact doesn't twisted metal have like an america guy like or am i imagining well, it always that? has a monster trunk and it's set in america that's, that's true. true only two like two is the only one that's not set in the united states so this is the black guy who has wheels for arms or whatever Axel. I always thought he was very American. I don't know why. He is American. All right, Lucio, I'll let you pick between the two. Excite Truck or Twisted Metal? I'm going to have to go with Twisted Metal on this one. Which one would be my next question? Black, of course. Whoa, really? Yeah. Jay, are you, on, two. Are you on board with that? Because I was going to say two. I, I'm not sure that black is the most patriotic. 
That's true. I think <laughs> I think two is the better game. Uh, but we're not yeah, looking at two, good games. We're looking at shit. It's not patriotic. That's true. That's true. Okay. Yeah. Two then. Two. All right. So, Twisted Metal Two. It's a good choice, and I I feel like the 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 automobile carnage is fitting with the theme. I think that that works. I think automobile carnage is pretty good. Like uh, I, I never seen a car on fire until I moved to Florida. Right. Uh, let's go up. To, let's go up to number eight. Yeah, you just read cruising USA. <laughs> uh, cruising USA is really good, actually. Uh, because it's all about Cruise? not only is it about USA. it's about seeing the beauty of the United States, but it's also about like hitting a deer and watching it explode. <laughs> what about the crew? I was just about to say you could also nominate the, the, the crew. crew. The crew is actually on my list too. Uh, so, I told you I had ten games already. The crew is up there, and so is Cruising USA. So just make your choice. I feel like I feel like we need. Um, you know what? Cruising USA is a classic, so let's it, we'll go with it. It really is. So I'm actually I'm on board with that, uh, and I like that it comes you know immediately following our car theme. So I like that we've got. Oh my of, god! What we're fucking idiots! What? Oregon Trail. Oh shit! Oregon Trail. Would should that be higher? Should that be like a two or a three? No, let's put it on the list of like the higher ones. Okay, I think. Let's let's add. That's pretty American. Let's add it in the maybes. I don't think Oregon Trail is number seven though. I think it's I think it's something else. Um, all right. Uh, number seven. What do we think? Any uh, what what are your suggestions? Or right, is there a theme that we want to follow here? Command and Conquer Red Alert Two. Ooh, uh, is Red Alert? What about- Starcraft, because Starcraft doesn't feature America, but the Terrans are pretty fucking America. What's the? No, what's... I, I, I would argue Command and Conquer because you have to defeat communism. Is it is it Red Alert one where he goes back and kills Hitler in like the opening cutscene? Uh, I think it's two. This is starter two. Is it the start of two? Goes back in time. And two, two is the one with the um, with the psychic schoolgirls, right? Uh, that was yeah, that expansion, Yuri's uh, Revenge. Yeah. Oh no! It's the first red alert where he kills Hitler in like the opening. Oh, is it? Yeah, he goes back in time and he like shakes his hand and. Yeah, that's what I said. Immediately. <laughs> he goes back in time and shakes his hand. Yeah, that's the first red alert. Um, I didn't know there was a red alert three. I'm actually learning a lot here. Yeah, there's a red alert three. All of them are pretty good, actually. I would recommend any red alert. Is three the one with uh with like Josh Holloway and like? Yeah. It had a bunch mm-hmm. of like lost alumni and. Oh yeah, I remember. And like not only that, but Red Alert has um uh the fucking asshole Ironside. Um Oh, Tim Curry was in Red Alert he was 3 in Starship too. Troopers as well. Can we make yeah. it Can we make Red it? Alert 3 was the one that had like the guitarist when you were winning and the sad music when you were losing, right? I think so. Can we, can we make it Red Alert 3 just cuz it has a bunch of celebrities in it and I don't think there's anything yeah, more American than, than like true. celebrating mm-hmm. celebrities? Fair enough. Uh, all right, so so we'll say Command and Conquer, Red Alert 3 as uh, number 7. If you want killing communism, then Freedom Fighters is basically that. I was trying to think if I remember the right game here, uh, and if Freedom Fighters was what I was thinking of. Uh, Freedom Fighters is a PS2 game where you had... Um, where New York was invaded by communists and you were like bringing a resistance. Oh, yeah, I remember this game. It was actually pretty good. This isn't what I was thinking of, though. There was an RTS where you played, like, as superheroes, and one of them was, Freedom like... Freedom Force. Yeah, Freedom Force. And there was, like, America Man or whatever, or Paul Revere yes. or whatever. Oh, the Minuteman. Uh, oh, yeah, the Minuteman. Uh, and then there was an expansion where you fought Hitler. Yeah. 
Uh, Freedom Fighters versus the Third Reich. So, so I never, I never played Freedom Fighters, so I don't. I'll defer to Jay here. Does you feel appropriate giving that to number six? I, I never played it either. Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. It's super like it's super patriotic. Let me ask you this: like, it, it, and it's not even ironically patriotic. It's like straight up. It sounds like it's kind of like a beat 'em up kind of thing. Is there? No, it's a shooter, third person. Oh, it's a shooter. Okay. Yeah, but it has like objectives and shit. What about what about state of emergency? No. <laughs> ah man, I forgot about state of emergency. Right. <laughs> um, I mean, I I don't I don't feel so strongly one way or the other that I'll fight. Like I'll take your word for it that it's just that good. So, it's very good. It's definitely I mean, number six. Okay. I probably have better middle of the road choices. All right. Well, 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 Jake, let's put one up against it, and we'll see. We'll see if you can make Lucio concede. Yeah, let me. Um, well, I I have a choice that I know he'll concede. Okay. Let's let's do it. All out New Vegas. Lucio, uh, it's not really patriotic. Like, are you, the you United States not patriotic. You have the to fucking respect. enclave is evil, and that's the U.S. government in Fallout. <laughs> but then, but you're not fighting the enclave in New Vegas. Isn't it I mean, kind no, of you're already killed them. You're restoring the new California Republic, or you're restoring an ind- independent uh, Vegas, or you're restoring cannibals. Vegas as it was before, and then, you know, cannibals are like your fourth option. Like, three out of the four options are American. Yeah, I don't know so much about... I feel like uh, California becoming like a, a nationwide government is, is actually probably the biggest fear that... Um, most of They're our ninety percent of America. I would put any Fallout game up. I would even put four up In, as like a middle of the road choice. You know, actually, so I, I would actually probably give it to four before I gave it to New Vegas. Believe it or not. Um, okay, then give it to four then. Uh, because four kind of has like uh, a lot of like the uh, the history component to it because of its setting. Like you know, Boston has a lot of uh, American history, and so you're visiting like. But the you have the Minutemen, but the Minutemen don't function how they should yeah <laughs> it's in name only um, the thing with with fallout uh, especially in new vegas and the ones that were done by like the obsidian guys is that sure they're, they're very american and all but like they don't they're not patriotic like the look at america is very self-aware and that's that's like subjective though because you can choose who you want to support and then what values you hold because of that Four and New Vegas are both the same in that in that case. Like, like the Enclave are evil, but like you know, you play as like like take take a four for example. Again, you have the sole survivor who is like literally one of the last Americans on the planet. Um, you know, and then everyone who's like populating both the Commonwealth and New Vegas like looks to these old American values in order to build their future. You know, they they're infatuated with American culture. And they're like, you know, they're like, let's re- rebuild according to this. The, the communists likely struck first. You get to pilot Liberty Prime in four. Oh, God, I forgot uh, about Liberty time. Prime. <laughs> uh, you know. Actually, yeah, but the other one isn't open to interpretation. Freedom Fighters is straight up. USA, USA. Like, know, he's chanting it, basically. That's, uh, it, it, <sighs> I think I think if I, I was going to be on your side, Jay, I actually think I'd go with Fallout Three because it has the benefit of being a pretty good game, but also still having a lot of the stuff you're talking about. <laughs> like um, like I said, I, I I think any of the Fallout's could go on the list. I'll, I'll I think 
I'll vote out Lucio if you want to put Fallout 3 on there. <laughs> okay, uh, let's do Fallout 3. I feel, I feel, I feel Freedom Fighters is getting robbed because you didn't play it. <laughs> it, it probably is a little bit. Uh, that doesn't mean that it oh. can't fit elsewhere. Maybe it belongs higher up on the list. Is that yeah. is, is that a concession that we should make? Maybe. I don't know that it's... I, I don't think it's more patriotic than like Call of Duty, American's Army of Oregon Trail. I, mean, I, I, I have other contenders, like Fallout isn't even close to the last contender on my list. I right. go for days with the patriotic games. He got, he got patriotic games for days, son. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, this whole list is tenuous, so I'm just filling it in. Nothing's set in stone. We can move these up and down as we see fit if we, need, if we feel like we need to change the rankings. Um, maybe by the end of this, we don't feel that strongly about Cabela's. Maybe we feel like as, as American as hunting is, uh, maybe there's something that fits better there. But let's, let's get a number five in place, and, and then we'll go from there. Um, How about something that came out this year? I like the sound of that. What do, uh, what I do would you recommend Far Cry 5 for number 5. I would back that up. Um, yeah, I would I would totally back that up. Um, I'll, I'll, make a, I'll make a trade with Lucio if, if since I know that you didn't get to experience the joys of Far Cry 5. Right. Um, maybe, maybe Freedom Fighters. Uh, in fact, let's do this. Let's Let's take out Fallout. Let's put Freedom Fighters for now, and then we'll revisit this. Um, but I really do think that it's hard to beat a giant robot who uh, who goes on and on about crushing communism. <laughs> and uh, he's in Ford, too. I just want you to know bo- that. Bo- both of them are about communism, though. And I didn't know that. I didn't know that Liberty Prime appeared again because I didn't uh, enjoy 4 enough to continue. Yeah, um, I mean, I didn't know it was there. But man, Liberty Prime is uh, is as American as it gets, pretty much. Um, and it helps that he's basically the Iron Giant, except without flying into the sun or whatever he did. I didn't see that movie. Uh, number four. Blessing through an asteroid. That's funny. Ah, whatever. Yeah, as long as he did a good job or a bad job. Uh, number four. What are what are our suggestions here? I think this would be. Uh, a good place for Oregon Trail. Yeah, I can see that. I, I might even uh, be willing to give it uh, number three. It is a, not only is it a quintessential American experience, uh, but it's something that is so deeply ingrained to our youth. Where I think probably everybody here experienced it in like grade school, right? Yeah, experience. I wasn't even in America when I, I experienced it. I would say. It's <laughs> I have one more super patriotic game. I mean, I, I I have a ton more, but I have one that could probably take the number four spot. Okay, All what right. do you, what do you got? Saints Row Four. That's true. It's a pretty patriotic game. Oh yeah, because that's the one where you're the president, right? Yeah. Yep. So it doesn't get much more patriotic than being the president. All right. I'll, true. I'll allow it. Saints Row Four. Um, I need to make a really strong case that we put a World War II game here because World War II is one of the only times where America has the benefit of being, without any question or shadow of a doubt, the good guy. <laughs> everything, everything else that we've ever done, there's a lot of stuff where it's like, well, they were the good guy, but they also did some bad stuff too. But like here, we just we were the good guys, and that was it. And it was black and white. It was cut and dry. There's no other way to paint it. And if you say otherwise, you're a dickhead. 
Uh, I mean, we if came you're in, going to put a World War II game, you have to put the World War II game, which is Call of Duty 2. So that was going to be my question, is is it Call of Duty 2? Um, or I might uh, I might be willing to make a case for like Medal of Honor, like Frontline. Medal, I, I, I like Medal of Honor better, but I think... I think Call of Duty doesn't have any subtlety to its jingoism, so that's, it should go on the list. That's true. And Medal of Honor, or, uh, Call of Duty Two also had the uh, Normandy, so they they both copied yeah. they both copied that uh, that level. So it wasn't mm-hmm. the first Call of Duty that had it, but Call of Duty Two did. Yeah, Call of Duty Two. Yeah. And it's probably the best World War Two one. Um, yeah, well, the Call of Duty is definitely. What do you, what do you think? Are we good putting that somewhere in the top three? Yeah, I don't think I don't think there was ever a more shining moment for America. Uh, like I said, we were we were objectively the good guys, and uh, I think that's rare in, in our in our history here. Uh, so that leaves us with our top two. Oregon Trail, man, number two. I really think Oregon Trail needs to be in there somewhere. Uh, and like I said, we can we can revisit this and come back and move stuff around as we see fit. Um, Jay, you sound like you still are sitting on a whole bunch of picks. What else do you have? Oh, you want me to run through all of them? Well, then, I know you don't have to run through all of them, but do you have anything that you think deserves to be number one? Um. Or would you agree with Lucio that, uh, that military propaganda is pretty much... <laughs> the, the game founded by the military... The game, who, be number one. the game whose goal is to literally convince you that it is cool to be a frontline ranger who, for all intents and purposes, is just the ones who get shot first. Uh, Tip of the spear, son. First in, last out. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's true. Uh, but if you... Yeah. I'm willing to let you fight it. Like, it pains me to not see Revolution X on this list because, again, what's, <laughs> what's more American than Aerosmith? <laughs> I don't... I, yeah, I mean... I, I mean, America's army is a strong case... You know, Mm-mm. what else you got? What was the game? Well, uh, what was the game where they ask if you're a bad enough dude to save the president? I don't know, but I have it on the list. If you see there, <laughs> <laughs> I put the one about the bad dudes. Oh, oh, the one about the bad dudes. <laughs> Actually, you know what's funny is I just googled it. I'm pretty sure the game is called Bad Dudes. <laughs> yeah, see. it's just called Bad Dudes. That's literally the name of the game. Wow. Are you sure? Was the president Ronald Reagan? I don't know. He looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger in the... Well, yeah, it is called Bad Dudes. <laughs> yeah, the game is called Bad Dudes. Uh, oh, is there anything more American than this game? Uh, hey, at the end, the president shows up and he says, Hey, dudes, thanks for rescuing me. Let's go for a burger. Ha, 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 ha. It's, it's called Bad Dudes versus the Dragon Ninja. No, this has to be number one. This has to be number one. I'm sorry. I mean, it definitely... America- it definitely needs to be yeah. on the list. There's what's what's more. American? I don't know that bad dudes needs to be number one. I don't know if it's number one either. I'm not sure that I'd give it to the number one. I'd be willing to swap out uh, one of our. We do have two car games in here. I'd be willing to exchange one of them for bad dudes. I think maybe Twisted Metal, just because Cruising USA has USA on the title. Right, and it's about it's literally about like exploring the United States. Right. Uh, although. You agree, Jay? Uh, if you, I mean, has anyone here actually played Bad Dudes? No. <laughs> so that's like the other thing. I don't think it should count if you haven't played it. 
I mean, nobody here played it. Uh, hmm. I can guarantee you I played Cabela's. I can guarantee you I played every game on my individual list I have boiling over here. Twisted Metal 2. Yeah, Jay makes a compelling argument. If nobody's played it, I feel like it probably doesn't belong here. We're basically, we're no better than the meme people. Uh, Fine. Uh, I would actually move Call of Duty to number one. I've, I would agree with that. I think, it's the, I think it's literally the finest point in American history. <laughs> and I'm, only, I'm only being like slightly facetious when I say this. I, I don't think that America's ever done a better thing than kicking the Nazis' butts. I, I don't. Like, I liked it when we ended slavery, but we shouldn't have had <laughs> slavery to start. Like, we just shouldn't have done that to begin with. So again, like, can we really reward ourselves and pat ourselves on the back for, for doing that? Or like... You know, pretty much any of the other wars we've been to, there's always some like funny ulterior motive or shadow uh, government thing. But Call yeah, of- I mean, there was a time you installed a dictatorship in my country. That was fun. But Call of Duty Two is literally <laughs> just like we were like, let's go get the fucking Nazis and kick their ass. And also, we got nuked, and that helped. Uh, well, we didn't get nuked. We got we got attacked. We nuked. Man, we nuked. Oh man, what is more American than dropping bombs on the enemy? That's true. Hot dog. Yeah, Call of Duty. All right, Call of Duty number 2, one. number one. Then. All right, I'm I'm down with that. Now we can put America's Army. America's Army needs to be on that list just because the concept of its existence is very American. I agree. Do you think it's more patriotic or less patriotic than Oregon Trail? <sighs> I like Oregon Trail because of the... The history. Yeah. And the and the cultural aspect, how it's a part of yeah. every, every youth's uh, experience in America. I still think it's a mistake not having Fallout on the list. What would you trade for it? Um, literally anything no one's played on here. For uh, for the list for those listening, since they can't see it, let me walk you through it. So in number ten, we have Cabela's Dangerous Hunts. Uh, in number nine, we have Twisted Metal. Number eight, we have Cruising USA. Number seven, we have Command and Conquer Red Alert Three. Number six, we have Freedom Fighters. Number five, we have Far Cry Five. Number four, we have Saints Row 4. Number three, we have America's Army. Number two, we have Oregon Trail. And number one, we have Call of Duty 2. Now, you can tell me if you follow me here. And if you don't, it's okay. I won't think less of you. Saints Row 4 is very patriotic. And you are the president. But at the same time, it's a little tongue-in-cheek. And kind of like Far Cry 5, they're sort of poking fun at America, too. Yep. Whereas I don't, I don't, I don't know how that disqualifies it because in one, in both of them, you're kicking out invaders. It, it doesn't, and I'm, and I'm talking about substituting it for uh, Fallout Three. When has America is... been invaded, though? What? What's that? When has America been invaded? Like what? Mean, the War of 1812. Mean, it doesn't mean that we're not terrified of the idea, Lucio. <laughs> yeah, like one movie. In fact, it's not on here, but I actually have a, I have that on my list too. I have another one that I would have thrown into the list, uh, which is uh, Hatred. I can't... Isn't that made by, like, Polish or something? It sure is, and yet I still think it's a profoundly American game. Well, you know, in light of the recent events, sure. It illustrates a very American problem, at the very least. I don't... I don't... I don't think it illustrates the parts of America that we're trying to celebrate with this list, though. No, it's it's definitely not in the spirit of the holiday. (laughs) 
<laughs> but I will mention that Hatred is a very American game in that I regard. mean, you could say that Assassin's Creed 3 is a very American game, but, like, not the good way. <laughs> yeah, we could put a Tropico game on here. Yeah, Tropico is a really great example. There we go. Um, I'm still open to removing one of these car ones. Uh, I, I, I'll trade you Twisted Metal for Fallout 3. I think Twisted Metal is very American, too. I think so, but is it more American think, than Liberty I I, Prime? I don't think 2 is the most American. I think anyone besides 2 really? is more American. Which, so which one would you submit as the most American? I mean, the first one. Oh, just the original? Yeah. All right, I'll make that concession. You're more of a Twisted Metal expert than me. That's uh, true. So. Well, Cabela's Angels Hunts, can we... Would you trade that for Fallout 3? I mean, hunting is um, very American, but so is fighting communism. And more importantly, like the fear around it, like the irrational fear that we associate with it. Um, I've, I'll, I'll, I'll drop it. I'll make that switch if you feel strongly about it. I'm just saying that if we're going to switch one, that's probably the one that I would. What do you think, Jay? Because well, America is the only one like a to... chain of, of, of stores out here. Oh, I know. You know, he has that great restaurant you guys are telling us about. Cavallo's is a big deal. You can eat uh, moose there. You can do all kinds of crazy stuff. I'm just saying, I grew up hunting. Americans are the only ones who like like to hunt. That's true, but we like to we like to kill like really special preserved animals. We like to go and uh, you know lure out like rare creatures and stuff like that. I feel like other countries have a little bit more respect for it. Um, I, I I think I think. Honestly, I don't know if anyone's actually played Freedom Fighters, but I think I don't think anyone here has I played have. America's Army. Oh, yeah, no one's no one here has played America's Army, and I, I understand nope. like why it would be on a patriotic list. But if we haven't been brainwashed yeah. personally by it, I don't think it should be on the enemy I slime mean, patriotic list. I mean, we did kick off bad dudes because none of us had played it. That's true. If we're going to be consistent, then he needs to go. I never played America's Army, so... No, me either. All right. If Michael is here, you might be able to save it, because it sounds like something he would do, but... <laughs> I don't know, man. Unfortunately, uh... Nah, there was, there was probably a dark time in his teens where he was thinking about enlisting, and he's like, I wonder if this game's like it. And they found out it wasn't. Uh, okay, so... Do you want to hear my 18 games that I had come up with? Sure, tell us the rest of yours, and we'll see if there's something that I just can't live without being in number three. I mean, okay, forgive me for some repeats, because I wrote them down all at once as soon as you asked for the patriotic games. So, uh, starting with Twisted Metal, Crimson USA, Saints Row 4, all of which are up there, Fallout 4, Command & Conquer, Red Alert 2, Life is Strange, The Crew, Far Cry 5, Metal Wolf, Chaos, Metal Gear Rising... Cabela's Dangerous Hunts, Wolfenstein, Broforce, Assassin's Creed 3, Duke Nukem, Grand Theft Auto 5, Homefront, and Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Ah, Wolfenstein's a good one. So is Broforce. Uh, and actually, uh, what, what was the Wolf one? I already forgot the name of it. They're remaking it. Um, Metal Wolf Chaos. Yeah. Um, that game's pretty American. Ooh. I don't know. Do you think even the ones made by the French are pretty American because they're like exclusively <laughs> trying to celebrate America? No, that's what they're trying to do. Like you have, I, I think I have like three of them on the list that are made by the French, but they're all they all very much want to be like American productions. 
You know, Homefront kind of digs into that aspect that we were talking about earlier, the concept of America being invaded. That's uh, true. And, uh, man, it's goofy. Although... Oh, and I forgot the division. It's pretty American. Honestly, if if I was going to consider Homefront for its content, I'd actually probably submit Modern Warfare 2 instead, which has maybe an even more ridiculous premise. Um as just a, a a better game at the same time. Like it was actually well, Rainbow Six Vegas. That's like fucking retarded too. Yeah. Same concept too. Yeah, all the Tom Clancy stuff is pretty good. Um you know, I'd actually if I was gonna put a Tom Clancy game on here, I'd give it to Splinter Cell. Ah, uh, Splinter Cell is pretty American. Uh because... I, I I thought Rainbow Six was more American. <laughs> I guess Rainbow Six is... No 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 because Rainbow Six is an international group, Jay. That's true. Right. An independent like, international it, group. Yeah, but like, like you know, it's not really Americans who are doing this subterfuge. I, not, like, not traditionally. You you go to a movie and it's like usually the Brits who are doing it. The main character so is Mexican. Yeah. Or like the King's Guard or whoever it is. Yeah, Ding Chavez. And yep. <laughs> right now we're literally building a wall to keep Ding out. Yeah, so fuck Ding. I'm not sure that he's going to work. Uh, for being for being our boy, um, hmm, I don't know. Boy, this is tough. By the way, I don't know if you can see. I moved everything up, uh, space because I think that I think that this works better. I feel like this is a this is a good layout here. Um, hmm. I mean, can I make a second appeal for Revolution sure. for Revolution X? <laughs> it. Look at it this way. It has a machine gun that you literally get to hold. It's bolted to the cabinet. But more importantly, it has Aerosmith. Uh, the whole band. And your job is to, is to save music with a machine gun. That I think shot CDs. I don't remember. Uh, there's also a lot of women in tube tops. I don't know when the last time you played it was. But I feel like you might have forgotten how sexy Revolution X was. Uh, I don't think I don't think we'll agree, Jared. I'm sorry. God damn it! Oh well, it was worth a try. It was worth trying to save it. Um, I don't know. I I I, I like that we have an empty spot here. Do you really feel like Fallout is the one? <laughs> I strongly feel that way. Yeah, good. All right. Let, let's... I, I, I don't think it's a good argument that, you know, Fallout's not really for America. Well, and, and like it clearly is. It really isn't, though. If we're, but if we're, if it, we're it going is. off... And you can't say that it isn't, because it is. And it's like, the, the whole point of the games is like you have people that twist the old values, but then you have people that honor it. Here's, here's the thing. If you're, the if you're people gonna... that honor it are usually the good guys, like the Minutemen and the Lion's Pride and all that kind of stuff. If you're going to get rid of it for the tongue-in-cheek nature of it, then you also have to get rid of Far Cry 5 and Saints Row 4. Because <laughs> That's they, very true. they have the exact same kind of attitude that Fallout has where, yes, it's a you celebration. You would also have to get rid of Twisted Metal and Call of Duty. They would all, I mean, not Call of Duty, uh, Command and Conquer. They, all of those would have to go. Yeah, they're, they're both a little subversive. I was going to say, Call of Duty's not going anywhere. Call of Duty is an abashed... I, I didn't mean Call of Duty. I meant, I meant to say Command and Conquer. Yeah, Call of Duty um, uh, is an abashed love letter uh, but, to but America. Twisted Metal, Command and Conquer, Fallout, Far Cry, Saints Row... That's, All of them have that that tone. That's, that's true. Tone. A, a cynic could view any of those as being subversive. Um, 
I, of course, don't because I know that uh, the developers <laughs> behind them truly do love America um, just as much as I do. Uh, all right. Um, so let's run through the list here again. So in number 10, I have Cabela's Dangerous Hunts. Number nine, I have Twisted Metal. Number eight, I have Cruising USA. Number seven, I have Command and Conquer Red Alert 3. Number six, I have Fallout 3. Uh, number five, I have Freedom Fighters. Number four, I have Far Cry 5. Number three, I have Saints Row 4. Number two, I have Oregon Trail. And number one, I have Call of Duty. Uh, Call of Duty 2. Are there any debates about the games that are on here? And then secondly is, are there any questions as to the order? With 10 being the worst and 1 being the best. <laughs> I'm pretty comfortable with the list. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable with the list, too. It's regrettable. Wolfenstein couldn't find a spot, but that's fine. It's an honorable mention. Here, actually, let's do that. Let's let's throw in uh, two honorable mentions. Wolfenstein uh, and America's Army. So Wolfenstein, uh, honorable mention, uh, America's Army. You know what, Jared? We'll let you put... Revolution X as an honorable mention. Honorable mention. <laughs> uh, well, we—I feel like it's only fair that Bad Dudes gets its time in the sun here. <laughs> and then, lastly, Revolution X, uh, the greatest game. Uh, can we about... have? A, can we have a? Can we have a fifth honorable mention? Yeah, yeah. What is it? Uh, I I would suggest Metal Gear Rising as the fifth honorable mention. Ooh, you do. Yeah, I can argue as to why people don't don't agree. No, I'm I'm actually on your I'm on your side there. Yeah, uh, I think that's a pretty good choice. I'm pretty sure that game ends with you punching the president. <laughs> uh, a senator, senator. yeah, senator. senator. Oh, that's right, he's just a senator. I forgot. It's been a little while since I played it. I mean, I would that would be all for punching a senator these days. So yeah, there's a few senators that could probably stand for that. Fucking um, Ted Cruz. All right, man. So, I'd punch Ted Cruz even if he wasn't a senator. You shouldn't. He's the Zodiac killer. He'd kill you. That's a good point. <laughs> He'd literally... Play with fire. He'd literally slice you open and view your insides and entrails. Um, uh, good old Ted. This is probably as good a time as any to uh, to do the Michael sound clip. Um, but can You're I... going to tell us the story of Destiny, right? Yeah, why, did, why did this come up? I feel like... I feel, <laughs> Because I was joking that there's a sale at GameStop where a lot of games are like discounted. So uh, I picked up Monster Hunter for twenty bucks, but uh, Destiny Two was ten. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then <laughs> he's like, Michael "Oh, well, like, to, like, if you didn't pick up Destiny, how would you ever know what happened to the wizard?" And then I think yeah. you said the wizard's not in anymore. No, that was me. Yeah, I, oh, I, I don't okay. think I was particular. I, I, I don't know. I got. I was getting like the. the conversation practice. no it's fine so basically i said you shouldn't play it anyway and he's like no but i can tell you all about the story or something like that but yeah I, I went I, there. so when i was I, more worried about my romantic problems at the time when i showed back up to the chat michael had just already sent me like an audio clip that is him <laughs> I, I said that michael should like explain it on the podcast right so this is this is him explaining the plot of destiny without <laughs> without having ever played destiny uh, and my favorite part about this clip is that he's really clearly doing it in the middle of a busy airport and <laughs> is like trying to keep his voice down so people don't hear him saying the insane the things horrible that he's shit. saying. Right, right. Um, I know, Michael. Should, how should we do this? Do you guys want to hear it? Like, do you want me to go grab yeah, like... Yeah, I want to hear Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's what I'll do. I'll grab my phone and play it into the microphone and then in post, I'll just dub over the actual 
uh, the actual thing. So I left my phone in the other room. Let me grab it real quick, and I'll play you guys his message. All hang, right. hang on. I think I could probably keep going with patriotic games. <laughs> there's got to be some stuff I miss. Like oh, I, I try sure to play everything. I'm sure um, there's tons we missed. What was the one? Contra, maybe? Contra. I don't remember the Contra being Contra's, over. Yeah, Contra is kind of like non-specific. Okay. It's like clearly supposed to be like the kind of American mercenary, but I don't think yeah. I have to define it. Ooh, uh, it's done. The list is locked locked into time. But uh, Bionic Commando. Yeah, Bionic yeah, Commando. Yeah, yeah, true. Um, hold on, my phone is laggy as shit. Come on, baby. All right, let me go find this email. From old... it, it, Double Dragon, like in a weird way. Yeah, I think. <laughs> like, yeah, I think any. Double game, Dragon is a weird game, though. Any game that ends with you like turning on your best friend. Yeah, <laughs> for for Dane. That's the yeah for a for a chick. I mean, uh, final final fight also. Final. Fight just because you, you are uh, you, you, Hagar is clearly based in Jesse Ventura, and. The game is clearly based on like the uh, gangs problems of the nineties in the United States. <laughs> yeah. All right. Are you guys ready to hear Michael explain? Uh, and the Poke- Pokemon uh, X and Y. I was born ready. Uh, all right. Well, here here we go. Without further ado, I hopefully this comes through clear. I don't really know where my speaker is going to be here. Hey everybody, this is Michael. Sorry, I can't be with you all tonight. But I'm here to give the latest lowdown on Destiny. The story of Destiny is set in the distant future on a distant planet Earth, where he plays the Destiny and his wise-cracking sidekick, the Traveler, voiced by the late Vern Troyer. The whole thing takes place when evil space wizards from the moon come to invade the Earth and steal our loot crates, and the Destiny has to fight back by buying these upgrades for $9.99 to rebuild the moon defense force and send the space wizards back to their evil caliphate. And that was going great, and the Destiny was winning the war, but then they released the DLC, The Taken King, which is about how the wizards had taken our king, the king of Earth. And now the Destiny's got to go get him back in time for space elections, now available on the Play Store for $29.99. Thanks for listening. When I get back, I'll tell you the story of Destiny 2, Anthem by Bioware, the story of a ragtag group of densities who have to defeat some evil space monsters from the moon in order to make it with some blue bisexual squid lady. Coming soon. Check us out at patreon.com slash enemyslime, all one word. Like, comment, and subscribe. One love. <laughs> one love. Um, oh, that was wow. great. I think I think um, I think we need to hire him. I think Bungie needs to hire Michael. Uh, yeah, I don't know if that's the story of Destiny, but I want to play that game. So there's a few things it's, that I like about it's it. Not, <laughs> it's uh, not like not even remotely. But I would play that version. Well, so I like a few things about it. One, I like that you can tell that he's trying to keep his voice low. And you (laughs) you can also hear the low rumble of the airport behind him. Yep. Uh, Two, I like that he obviously did Google just enough words. Uh, (laughs) Like, he he clearly looked up, like, the traveler. (laughs) The traveler, yeah. So I know he read a plot synopsis to to put this together. (laughs) Because I don't think he knew that off the top. Because I don't think I knew that off the top of my head. Um, so that was, that was pretty good. Um, yeah, it wasn't bad. He, uh, he does keep messing up and saying density instead of destiny. <laughs> That's so great. I, I, I like how he slips into like a, an accent as he goes on. 
Uh, and now he becomes a YouTuber. Him, and then he goes into a character. Uh, Desti- Destiny 2 Anthem by Bioware is actually <laughs> really an accurate title, uh, too. So, so good job, Michael. I'm glad that you got to make an appearance on the Enemy Slime podcast, episode number 212. Uh, it brings me immense joy uh, to do that. Um what else? I mean, shit, we've got like another 15 minutes. We can pretty much do whatever we want. Yeah, uh, we're like flying through it. Yeah, we're, we're just we're, well, we're plowing through it like none other. I, I've, I've, got, I've got Fallout on the brain for a reason. I, I, I don't like where that's going, but uh, <laughs> go ahead and tell well, me. Well, it's mostly got to do, has to do with the Steam sale because, um, you know, I've been waiting to. I, want, I, I wanted to play Far Harbor, which is supposed to be like the one good DLC for Fallout 4. Oh, they made a good um, one? Yeah, it's supposed to be it's supposed to be good. I'll give you my like final verdict when I actually play Is that it. the one they um, stole from the one modder? <laughs> <laughs> what was that I one? Mean, there was, I mean, there was Far one... Harbor is like has a lot in common with Point Lookout so far, but Point Lookout was also really good, so whatever. No, no, no. There was one from New Vegas that some ID that was a murder mystery. And apparently one of the DLCs is very, very is, similar to it. It is Far Harbor. Uh, uh, contains quests stolen from New Vegas mod. Yep. Um, the one. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember that accusation. It was, it was like... It's yeah, a pretty it like convincing one. Location one. Mod. It wasn't like a full quest mod. It was um, a very particular location. And the modder was like, you know, that's that's mine. And I don't think Bethesda ever responded. But, nope. Um, no, they did uh, Pete Hines did. Pete Hines uh, said it was a complete coincidence. I, I don't think the modder was too angry about it, though. I think he just kind of like, wanted. You know, uh, he's just glad people would play it in some form or the other. Even even Pete Hines's uh, response is kind of shitty, though, because he says it's. Pete, a, I mean, Pete Hines is shitty. He, like, he, period. He's, he says it's a complete like, coincidence. Like, like Pete, Pete Hines, if you're listening to this, fight me in real life. He says it's a complete coincidence. You can buy me at the McDonald's on Broadway. But then he adds in a follow-up statement where he says, "But you seem inclined to see what you want to see." So he basically like does this like, "We didn't do it, but you're never going to believe me." So why talk? Yeah, no, to no, you? no. P-, P. Hines is a total dick. <laughs> he really is. He kind of like, comes across and, as like, one everything. There. And like with Fallout Four, I P. Hines fight us IRL. I, I I think I think in Fallout Four, like for everything that was kind of a mild criticism or whatever. Pete Hines like really kind of antagonized everyone, and I think that didn't help Fallout 4's reputation like at all. And okay, and, like everyone like likes to joke about Todd Howard, but it's always it's always Pete Hines being like the real shit. He's actually <laughs> he's, he's kind of worse for Fallout 76 because he is on like the defense force for it, and he spends all his time posting about how Fallout 76 isn't what any of us think it is, and then when stuff gets revealed, oh, I- it is what we think it is. I, I, I believe him. I believe it's not going to be what you think it is because I think the idea of playing a survival game where you can instantly nuke anyone off the planet is a horrible idea. Well, apparently you can't do that. That was. Uh, it sounds like there are some. It, if you do that, it doesn't actually destroy anything, but I guess it just irradiates the area temporarily. Um, oh, they've been really well, bad with. Boring. They've been really bad with communicating how any of this is going to work. So I don't. Know. I, I you know I could I could care less about seventy six. I I think I just with me when I when I when I start working again, like when I have a real serious nine to five. Um, which it's not because I'm a homeless bum. It's because of the nature of my career. It's like sometimes you're on a production, sometimes you're not. I need like a game to kind of distract me, and I go for like the easiest thing that I don't have to think about. Um, so the last production I was on, that was like 
um, Stardew Valley, right? And then uh, for a while last year it was like Splatoon 2, and now it's like, you know, why not Fallout 4 since the DLC is on sale? And by the way, the DLC being on sale for Fallout 4, because there's such greedy ass munchers over there, it just makes the DLC like a normal price. So Far Harbor is like $15 on sale, which is the price you would pay for any other DLC, um, because typically it's something like 30 and on top of all else, they're charging as much for the base game, I think, that they charge for, like, the season pass. So it's really fucking ridiculous. <laughs> and this is, like, with all the sales yeah, and shit. But I, I just need, like, Monster something Hunter, minus. So. Um, yeah, you could so have bought another Fallout 4, Lucio. Oh, yeah. That's, that's... <laughs> I went back to it. I went oh, back thanks. to Vegas. I'm playing them both simultaneously. Um, you know, for... It's, like, it's I, I think it's what what we said early on, we were like, you know, it has a lot of potential and would be great if someone like Obsidian got back in and used um, some of the innovations with 4 and just made their own game. And some of the mods that I'm playing for 4 are very much that. Like, I'm playing one called America Rising, very theme-appropriate, where the Enclave comes back and um, the sole survivor has to help them build up an oil rig, kind of like um, uh, Mother Base out of um, you know Metal Gear or something, and or, it's really know, well done. Oil rig from Fallout Two, where they were based off of. Yeah, yeah, I, I know that. Um, I, I I know some of the the histories of your Fallouts. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but the the but yeah, you're restoring a new oil rig um, off the you know East Coast, not the West Coast this time. It's off the coast of um, Boston or whatever, and you're helping the Enclave kind of needle into. The Commonwealth, and it's got like it, it, lore is like really well written, and I'm playing that. I played a couple of the horror mods, and I'm like, you know, these modders, their stories are like so fucking good that it and makes it makes me realize Fallout 4 didn't have to be a bad game. <laughs> it just like ended up this one <laughs> because like the modders are coming in and they're like making these things. They're like very entertaining and very well written and very much fit the lore in the world of Fallout. And then I think you know. Todd Howard was just like, I'm going to make Blade Runner before Blade Runner comes out, and everyone's going to like me. And he was right. Everyone does love him for that. I don't know um, about that. Um, oh, it, I mean, Fallout, the Fallout 4 fan following is, like, crazy. It's, like, insane. I think, like, it, I think the people who are following Fallout 4 aren't the people that follow his other stuff, but I do think that like, there's, there's fucking Fallout merch in Target now, like... It's become mainstream, right? Look, there's something to be said about it. I think this even came up yesterday when we were talking about Twilight and the Big Bang Theory. There's something to be said about having that fan base, even if we don't particularly like it. They they hit a chord with someone, right? And you got to... No, I agree. Like I'm saying, it became mainstream. That means that a lot of people fucking like it. And I mean, this is, this the, is... the Fallout that we like... It's not going to come back. It, it's gone. Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, I, and I'm, I'm sad about that. And, and yeah, me I too. The, the um, follow that, that we like, you know, I think that's why America Rising works for me because America Rising uses a lot of the old story beats and kind of makes them meld with the new story beats of Fallout 4. And I'm like, this is a nice amalgamation of the entire history of Fallout. I like this, but, you know, it's going to be an acquired taste from now on. It's not. I don't, before us going forward, I don't, I don't think that uh, I don't think the concept of like, well, you garnered an audience, and so that should be like you obviously must be doing something right is really a true one though, because like you could say the same thing about racism. Like, <laughs> there's a lot of people who really like that, but I don't think that we need to be stand there and be like, well, great job, guys. Like, yeah, yeah but in a way, yeah, it's, I, it's I, not I, for me. It's a publicly like, traded company. 
And if they don't cater to that huge audience they just found with Fallout 4, they're going to get sued. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I, I, they're going to get sued. I, I understand. So I understand. my best friend is going to be like, oh, you guys didn't live up to your fiduciary responsibilities. I understand your analogy, but first of all, racism doesn't have that kind of fan following. It's like one of those things where the book minority <laughs> is louder than, you know, than what the actual truth is. You look at the numbers, like, for, um, you know, racist groups and all that kind of stuff, and you see, that, yes, like, they peak when a new president comes in, but they always kind of do that, and then, like, they fall off, and people are like, oh, wait, I don't believe in this racism thing after all. I do think there's something to be, like, I, I, I don't see it, and I think, you know, I play, I came in having played New Vegas, and then you guys clearly came in having played the originals, so how you engage with things like the faction choices and um, the um, the alignment and all that kind of stuff is different from how new fans engage with it. So it, I think if you're coming in out of like Fallout 1 and Fallout 2, where you just have all these different crazy solutions to the puzzles, the game drops in front of you, um, that's going to stay with you like your entire life, right? And you guys played it when uh, you were in your teenage years or whatever, and then you grew up... Um, just knowing that's like the fallout you knew. And then I came in at like three in New Vegas and it was during an, an RPG drought and I hadn't experienced anything quite like the karma system. And I hadn't experienced anything like the kind of quest stuff that New Vegas has. And so that's fallout I experienced. So there is something to be said, I think for having a new generation that's coming in and they are stuck between, um, you know, the factions that are in fallout for the brotherhood and the Minutemen and, the railroad and the institute and being like you know now you have to make a decision as to which of these four groups is best for the future of the commonwealth and they're like oh shit i haven't done that in a video game before and if you can name me a competing game that you know has done that and is probably better than fallout 4 that they should have played instead that's fine and i think people enough people have talked to me about its merits that i'm like yeah i can give you that i can give you that that it has those merits it's kind of like the last jedi i hate the last jedi I don't think it's a particularly strong film, but there are people who come to me, they were like stunned by the visuals or they really liked that, you know, Kylo Ren got to be the strong character. I'm like, yeah, I can see that. I can give you that. That's fair. And I think it's fair for someone to come in like brand new to a, a game that they haven't experienced before that has kind of a unique perspective. And you and I might not think it's like the best, but it blew their mind for whatever. I mean, reason. I don't begrudge people for liking Fallout 4 and I don't... I don't necessarily blame them for them thinking that Fallout is like Fallout 4. Um, this isn't the first time I mourned Fallout. I played Battle of the Hero Steel. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is this is like, it's, but that's it's kind of like people it's people coming in and eating a peach ring for the first time and being like, "This is amazing," but they've never had a peach before. And so you're like, well, yeah, it's fine that you like this, but... You yeah, it's, it's, it's like when my wife is a baker, right? So, like, sometimes when people offer me stuff at, at work, I'm like, no, I'm okay. And they're like, oh, you don't, you don't like cupcakes? I'm like, yeah, I do like cupcakes, but I know what a really, really good cupcake right. tastes like. I don't, like, I don't, that, I eat that I don't like that cupcake, you piece of shit. Can, <laughs> I don't like that cupcake. Can I, can I confess yeah. something? I, I'll confess something, a little, little, little tiny uh, secret here on the Enemy Slime podcast. Uh, if you asked me if I played the original Fallouts when I was younger, I would have told you, yes, I played them. 
Um, but I came to discover later in life that what I actually played was a game called Descent, and I thought those were Fallout's. <laughs> And so people kept talking about like all this RPG stuff. And I was like, well, I was just a ship. And uh, I played Descent 2. And it's like, I don't know how you confuse that for Fallout. I actually did play the original Fallout early on. I just couldn't get into it when I was a kid. Here's the thing. Fallout 2 has a a very confusing box that doesn't look... (laughs) That doesn't look like what it is. If you look at the box art for Fallout 2, it's just like a guy in a weird suit. And I was like, well, yeah, that guy could pilot that ship. And uh, so. I, you're right. You're right. I, I, I could see someone with like, the X Zero uh, mask. So this is one of those things where survive. for a long time I was really confused why everybody liked this game so much. I was like, I don't really see it. Like, it's okay. Uh, but it doesn't really feel that remarkable and I definitely don't remember making any choices was that just like whether I went left or right was that a choice (laughs) you you know I I, I think I've been on the other side of that like um, in a weird way of that kind of video game protectivism and and, and nativism recently with the Persona series because I was like basically ride or die for Persona from the the start like um, you know, not the first one, because the first one was like a train wreck when they translated it, all that kind of stuff. But I was there in Innocent Sin. I'm like, man, this is like fantastic. I never played an RPG like this before. And so every persona that came out after that point, I made sure I grabbed it and I played the shit out of it. And when five came out, I noticed how like guarded people were about four. It's like, well, you didn't play four. You didn't play three. I'm like. And I'm sitting here, and I'm like, you motherfuckers are stupid, because I played all of them. And 5 is like a wholesale improvement on the entire franchise. Um, but, you know, they're like, they're like, ah, we don't want, like, all these these new friends coming in and, you know, ruining our series and all that kind of stuff. And um, and there are some marked improvements in Persona 5, and I would give that to Fallout 4 as well. For, for everything that it does wrong on, like, a writing level... It, and it does some stuff right on like a technical level. There's some yeah, stuff that yeah. like, you know, I'm like, but that's again, that's why I would love someone like Obsidian coming in with that and doing something even better. But I, I also think, you know, for people that come in and they're wowed by those games, like just like for Persona 5, they're going back now and hunting down Eternal Punishment and Innocent Sin. I was looking up a thread of today, a Fallout 4 thread that was like, you know, Fallout 4 blew my mind this much that it made me go back and play two so it's still there you know i i I agree that we're not going to see another fallout like the ones we kind of expect but it's not like people are going to like are coming in from uh, it and not wanting to experience kind of you know what we experienced it's a very um um surreal experience to go from like being I guess kind of like a Fallout evangelist back when I was like in, in high school and trying to get my friends to play it. And my friends would be like, this sucks. I don't want to do the turn-based shit. Ian shot me in the back. And <laughs> and then giving up to like seeing kids wearing like Fallout shirts. It's like, it's so weird. I mean, yeah. it's not bad. And I can, you know, like I said, this is not the first time I kind of mourned Fallout. So... I come to terms with the fact that it's not going to be the game that I want it to be in the future. Um, But it still feels weird. If 76 works out, then that's going to be the nail 
in the coffin for even so, the version of the game that Jay likes. It, yeah, uh, no, that's true. And and so so it's funny because um, I actually was actually reading an article in 76. 76. You can just chalk that up to like pure greed because, um, well, it wasn't an article. It was a series of tweets by a guy who was a former um, video game developer. Um, and then like we're talking like one of the big names too. I, I, I can't recall him off the thread, but he was like, look, this is why 76 is happen- happening. Um, Bethesda is working on their new IP. Uh, they said that, you know, maybe an Elder Scrolls 6 is down the line and they just released like Fallout 4. Um, but right now they're in a place where they're, they could stand to lose like a lot of money because they are trying to bring something new to the market. So most of their team is probably on that new thing. Meanwhile, how do they like soften the blow from that? Well, they make something like Fallout 76 because it's all, you know, old assets. They probably yeah. have a skeletal crew that's on there working on it, putting it together. And it's going to get by. I think 76 is absolutely going to get by on that same Star Wars good faith investment. Like, you know, I think the last couple of Star Wars films skated by on good faith. Solo barely did anything. I think 76 is going to do do that. I think 76 is going to get by on the good faith of Fallout 4. And then I think there's a very I think there's a very strong chance that it will do well. And I think if it does, they're going to take away the message from that as being like, well, if we can just get away with doing this, let's keep doing this. And but they're, already, they're already getting away with doing it. I mean, we're still yeah. dealing with the creation engine, which is still Gamebryo. <laughs> they're still already fucking doing it. Yeah, that's true. Didn't they confirm that <laughs> next Elder Scrolls will be a new engine? I think they said something like that. I, I, I might be talking out my ass on that. I don't actually know. but I, It's hard to believe them, too. I, I know, the, I know the, the new project is definitely going to be a new engine. Like, 100%. Sure. Well, the the point is, is that <laughs> we don't need any more game real. We don't need any more creation engine. Whatever comes after uh, Fallout seventy six is is almost sure to be disappointing uh, to <laughs> to to me, but uh, beloved by many. And I wish I could say that I'm surprised that two years later I'm hearing Jay uh, defend Fallout four, uh, but I'm not surprised. It makes sense. It I, it follows the I, mo. No, I mean, it, trust me, I have, I have plenty of bitching about it. You can ask Lucio. I'm plenty angry at it. Yeah, but... And it's not a day that goes by that I don't complain about it. But you're still playing I mean, it, so... I, I, mean. I Yeah, I'm playing the one DLC that came out three years ago that I was interested in. Yeah, Because yeah. it's finally affordable. Sure. It's, it's so weird to me because this used to be my favorite game series, and now I'm just going to, like, whatever... Um, right, and so this would have been your wet dream to have Jay bothering you all the time to talk about the complex intricacies of Fallout, but instead... Right, when, like, when I was like 13 and trying to get my friends to play this fucking game instead of Doom, uh, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, been like, like, look, it's, like, a, it's like a it's like a resignation. It, it's like, you know, it's like Lucio coming here, or like Lucio and Doug coming here and being like, look, Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy 13, Final Fantasy... Uh, three Final Fantasy 15, they could be worse. It's like Final Fantasy more more upset at Final Fantasy than I'm a Fallout, and I don't know why. Final Final Fantasy is actually a really good example of a similar kind of uh, trend, though. Where yeah, actually, you know what? There's no better example of of this than the Star Wars prequels. Um, there's a group of people who were young enough when they came out that they were able to get nostalgia hooks in them, and those people like the prequels, and they exist, and I've talked to more than one of them, and those same people are out there for Fallout, and those same people are out there for Final Fantasy. There is someone on this earth whose favorite Final Fantasy is Lightning (laughs) Returns. They're out there. 
and, and that I'm man sure there is. Is, is and there's is, more uh, than one and uh and i mean the, there were enough of them to make three, three of games. them yeah. right <laughs> jesus <'Cause> i bought <laughs> all, i bought all of my new so i don't know it wasn't me but like that's that's the thing is like yeah it's going in a direction we hate but uh, it's also going in a direction that keeps selling and uh to be fair 15 is some big improvement over 13 there's a there's a dude at my work who doesn't play games like doesn't play games really at all um but he fucking loves kingdom hearts like it's like the one exception and he's down with it all the time. I think he, I don't know if he will. Well, actually I think he has a PlayStation, but if he didn't, I think he might be willing to buy one to play kingdom hearts three. Uh, oh yeah. So like, and, and that's a series that couldn't be more inane and off the wall bonkers. <laughs> like, uh, it just, it just went completely off the rails. And I, I like, I, I can spend days sorting through like a kingdom hearts chart and still not understand what the fuck is going on. Yeah. No one knows. The guy who made it doesn't know. <laughs> but All you need to know is that, you know, they're going to have Elsa from frozen and Mike Wazowski. That's the most grounded part. The Disney stuff is the easiest stuff. Like, that's the sell point. That's what everybody cares. So nobody gives a fuck about the hard this. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll put it this way because, like, we're 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 like contrarian about a lot of shit, and we're like very cynical about a lot of shit. And I think that's fair. I think we've been through enough terrible video games, and and we've been through enough seeing our favorite series like go down the gutter that we get to have that. But you know, we got to keep in mind that there's someone out there that just thinks we are absolutely fucking wrong about loving Grand Theft Auto Five. And thinks we're fucking idiots because we didn't play the original Grand Theft Autos, you know? I did. That person is out there. I played the originals. Excluding Lucio. I mean, man, I tried to play GTA 2 the other day. That game is tough. Like, the person controls like a car. And so, like, <laughs> to run forward, you literally have to hold down, like, the gas button. And yeah, well, yeah, let me tell you, let, let me tell you a story, right? I hate that game. There's, there's, there's still people that think you know anyone that comes in after um, Resident Evil um, Code Veronica is like is like a poser. They think that the tank controls are like um, uh, add to the difficulty, and that that's not saying that's us. I'm just saying there are those people out there that's how it was meant to be. Tools for liking seven. What were you gonna say, Lucia? Let me tell you a story, right? So I I moved to the States. I barely speak English. I spoke no English. Um, I remember in English class in elementary school, I was like, oh, wait, why the fuck should I learn English? I live in, in South America. <laughs> um, I move here and um, I get a PlayStation. Uh-huh. And I get Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto is fine because there's not a lot of reading and it's just simple enough that I can understand it. And then they release an expansion called Grand Theft Auto London. And I buy it and I can get past the first mission because I didn't understand what the fuck they were saying. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. It's, uh, it's so I went back to it like 13 years later. <laughs> and how did you enjoy it? Very good. <laughs> No, the old Grand Theft Auto games are hard to to go back to. Oh boy, they have not aged well. Uh, the controls, yeah, the controls are really rough. They haven't aged well. I, I built a Raspberry Pi, and that was one of the games that I thought, like, well, I'll finally go play that and like have some respect for the history. And nope, that's uh, not worth it. Uh, and in um, fact, my 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 brother is like one of those people where he played the originals and then um, 
like he grew up on the original games and then got three. He was actually the first person to have three, I think. I I think five might actually be my first Grand Theft Auto that I actually owned. I think I played all his before that. Although I got to say... Um, oh, no, no, not San Andreas. I got I did get San Andreas for myself, yeah. Uh, Tony Hawk 2, that game aged just fine. Yeah, Tony, Tony Hawk aged pretty well. That game's I still think play them like, all the great. time. I think starting in 3... This one, Grand Theft Auto, really yeah, became. Uh, and then that's, see, that's a series that everyone agrees the new ones are terrible. <laughs> There's no argument there. Wait, the Grand Theft Auto 5 is terrible? No, the P- Tony Hawk games. Oh, 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 I thought you were talking about GTA. I was like, no, nobody thinks Grand Theft Auto 5 is terrible. No, everyone, no, everyone thinks, thinks, the, thinks the new Tony Hawk. Everyone, like, every, oh, certainly yeah. everyone thinks well, Tony, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 5 is awful. Yeah, Tony Hawk's <laughs> been bad for a while. Um <laughs> Bless his sweetheart, uh, but it's just it's it's no bueno now. All right, well, I think we're just about to time, so uh, this was good. We figured out the most American uh, games that are out there, and if you haven't played anything on our list, uh, we have. We've definitely played. Get out how did you make? Right how do you manage to not play Oregon Trail? Yeah. If you haven't played Oregon Trail, please send us an email. That's not. No one who's listening to this has not played Oregon. I I refuse to believe that there's someone out there. That's why I, w- I want him to like fess up, and then we can like interview them or something. And I, I, if you if you're not from America, which means maybe you were raised in like a school system that wouldn't have had access to Oregon Trail. No, I no, think. no, 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 no. Because I grew up in South America, and that's, I played Oregon Trail. That's true, but I just want to pass along a message, which is if you haven't played it, nothing is more American than setting out on a prairie adventure and leaving all of your rations and supplies back behind, so that you can just buy bullets. Uh, because that's how you play Oregon Trail. <laughs> There's nothing more American than killing yeah. 12 pounds of deer. Basically, just remember that like, right. if a little girl dies, you dump the corpse and you keep going for Oregon. Yeah, man. Uh, nothing, nothing beats fording a river and losing the 70 pounds of buffalo meat that you've been carting around. <laughs> uh, that's just that's as American as it gets. So, well, hey guys, if you enjoyed our podcast today. I would encourage you to go check out our uh, our sites, enemieslime.com. Go subscribe to us on Facebook, Twitter, uh, iTunes, Google Play Music, uh, whatever app you use for podcasts. We're on it, and you should be subscribed to us so that you can listen to this wonderful thing every week. Um, I think with that, we're out, right? God bless America. God bless America. Hey, America. All right, pretty good to you.